0: What it is, what's up, got your podcast in the cut. Uh the Tell uh a musical podcast. Back with another uh compilation of projects that I gave a little bit of listening to and I'm giving a little bit of an educated opinion on. Um Listen, uh it's another episode uh, uh, po- uh, fuck me, I'm sound like an idiot. Uh <laughs> there is another episode I want to do On just how much quality music came out last Friday. But that's for another day. I'm just going to cover a couple. I think there's only one project that came out from that. But I really liked it. And two other ones that uh, are very good. So wait for the drop. All right. This is without fail the worst hip-hop name I've seen in 2020. And possibly one of the worst of all time based on that conditional uh and the fact that he looks hispanic you probably know who i'm talking about right now uh we are referring to j.i the prince of ny uh <laughs> and welcome to g star with two r's volume one so young hispanic rapper uh j.i the prince of ny apparently over the past few days uh i've seen that he's actually a lot more relevant than i initially thought um when I first looked at him, I thought this guy was like, you know, like some underground version of like Crime Apple or some other really Hispanic rapper that's just not very relevant. But apparently, I mean, look at Spotify, man, this dude has 4,873,000 listeners monthly. Um, he's Prince of the Brent, the B- Big Apple. Like, uh, XSL genius complex all wrote his D before. Um, I mean, everything you could possibly achieve with having that name and looking like this guy. This guy looks like the prototypical 2018 fuck boy. There's no other way around it. Um and this isn't a looks podcast this is the musical podcast so we're gonna keep the music i like to i like this EP a lot um looking at my notes here he reminded me a lot of those um flip the narrow uh troy A, lane's type where uh you know they can't sing but you know they, they put out a good vibe with the autotune and all that that you just kind of it's it's a good mood they set a good mood with their music um my second point for this was is this kid Hispanic. I think he is Hispanic. It sounds it said his name was Justin Rivera, so I'm assuming that he is Hispanic, in fact. Um Yeah, I mean it's just a good good EP. I mean, it's short. It's the only songs I would say that I just didn't see the need for was Spanglish. But um looking at who he has on there, it appears to be another Hispanic rapper. Here, here's the thing. You know, I'm a black person in the South. Um, it's not a lot of Hispanic rap here, but it's it's very evident that there's a lane for Hispanic rap out there. And um, I think he and six nine other rappers, J Balvin. I don't think he's a rapper, but J Balvin and other people, you know, that, that Spanish rap is a lane that they try to uh, get themselves immersed in. You know, for sales or for you know untapped audience, what what have you. But um, Spanish is the only one I really did not mess with. Uh, as far as songs i did like i like 20k the uh intro beautiful girl was cool um while watching away my sims I also kind of like he's trying to do like his introspective stuff i didn't really like it too much but the song with dirt um his 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 verse wasn't like really that great but that was a fantastic little dirt verse uh you're not gonna get much better than that when it comes to little dirt so i would recommend that probably have like a seven out of ten maybe six and a half out of ten Uh, maybe six out of (laughs) 10, but but it was all right. All right. We back with another project. Um, so when I think about all time, great hip hop artists, you know, there's quite a few out there when you think about the modern era, lyricism has died out quite a bit. I think one of the last vestiges, uh, vanguards of lyricism, Would probably have to be the almighty, all great Lupe fiasco. Nah, but for real. Um, Tetsuo and Youth is one of the best lyrical projects of the last decade. Um, You could really say one of the best projects, period. I mean, I don't know why lyricism is degraded the way it is in the current state of music, but it still is um, necessary to really depict. in my opinion, to properly depict, I don't want to say higher concepts because that sounds pretentious, but it's things that require a little bit of of, of brevity and and expertise. I mean, like prisoner one and two. I mean, talking about the prison complex in a way that leaves both the inmate and the um, CO Feeling like pack rats going through a process, uh, being used as as fodder for a, a larger set of billionaires, uh, you know, just that that can't really be depicted in the uh, zany rap uh, method, you know. It's just, it just can't. So, so I think we still need lyricists. And uh, when Lupe's new EP House came out or was coming out, uh, I definitely peeped that before I peeped anything else. And the single for the lead single was uh, Shoes featuring Virgil Abloh. Uh, If you follow Lupe's Twitter, uh, social media in general, he has come to the defense of Virgil several times. In the recent, uh, how do we say, uh, backlash that Virgil's gotten for some of his comments. and and I believe Virgil came up together. They both are obviously in the Kanye camp. Uh, I don't, I don't say they come up like from child. But like they both came up in the 2000s together. Uh, both are in the Kanye camp, obviously. Uh, both have roots in Chicago, uh, so they they're, they're very close people. And he doubles down on Virgil in this project. There is four spoken word uh, poems. By Virgil, uh, I think they. All right, so I. There's no way there like was a knock on the door earlier. Uh, I had to stop the episode. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not restarting it. <laughs> we should keep it moving. So anyway, album uh, preamble to the album. It's good. It, it's it's not amazing. It's not as best EP. Uh, I liken it to um, height as last of the Fahrenheit best uh, tape series. Uh, it's it's comparable in production, definitely. Although that tape does not feature original production all the way through. In fact, it wraps over a Jay Dilla uh, beat on one of the songs. But this is all original production by Kayla Nellis. Uh, very jazzy. Uh, very reminiscent of quite a few tapes off of Fahrenheit. And some of the thematics uh, that people like seeing from Lupe as far as the double entendre songs all the way through, um, kind of on here, uh, shoes, I, I'd say it's definitely like that where shoes is pretty much, uh, parallel to the life of the black kids staying in line for the shoes, uh, in Virgil's poem about the era, Ahmad, uh, Aubrey's and all that kind of help to tie in that point. Uh, LF 95 is a reference to mask, uh, topical of course and i don't see here's the thing with lupe i'm recommending this to you because i like the music i like how it sounds i will say that some it's you you can't just listen to lupe a couple times and then understand what you like every bar right but i will say that this one i'm guessing is more heavy-handed than simply some other explanation for mask like i'm looking through the lyrics right now he's talking about fred the godson who died from coronavirus um talking about you know going on instagram live which is something he does often to kind of, i guess drop knowledge or whatever um another day in coronavirus uh it's, it's more of a rapidy rap track. Like it's it's him kind of flexing his bars and then really talking about the life he's going through, his I guess his thoughts that are in his head while being quarantined. That seems to me to be more about what he's going for uh, than than uh some kind of second definition. And dinosaurs is another one where I really don't think there's a, a, a deeper definition to it. If there is, I'm incorrect, but to me, I'm I'll just read the genius here. Um, to Lupe, if you ask in the conversation with Joe Budden, and this song's on the surface, something he did for his nephew and his godson when they went to the to the museum it also me metaphor for older rappers still in the game like himself or voice the five nine and black thought, and ultimately a look into the fragility of all mortality. Okay. Um I didn't get that. But, but okay, that's cool. Uh there's some bars I guess that you could kind of reach for that. Come hit the museum if you want to hang with us, but mostly just the skeletons. Now if you want to use brain cave space as a metric for intelligence, the Tyrannosaurus Rex was the smartest of the smartest, but you wouldn't want a box with a short armed carnivorous martial artist. I'm guessing that's supposed to be a bar for himself. You ain't gotta be the sharpest law- saw to slice the sausage, or the largest thing to start an olive Harlem and carve apart into a target every arguing. They say we're they say they were we got the chickens from. So which came first, ancestors of the chicken, son? Lupe implies that the chicken or the egg causality dilemma implies the older generation dinosaurs influenced and paved the way for newer generations chicken to exist and flourish. Okay. Um, I guess if I read the lyrics with this, there's one project, I think it was Tested on Youth. Well, I read the project uh, read the lyrics all the way through a list on the album. Um, and that kinda helped me appreciate certain songs more. Um so, you know, may, maybe that's something I need to do with this is go back through listen to the lyrics whilst reading them. Um Sledham, uh is more heavy-handed and what it is shooting for is essentially a concept track about, um, modeling the new ways of modeling, um, and kind of how it's deviated almost bastardized in a sense to, you know, only fans, IG thought, blah, 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 blah. And how people, women specifically, it seems to be, um, are throwing away certain certain points uh, of decency and pursuing being a model, quote, unquote. Uh, it's, it's really, again, topical, um, especially in today's age where OnlyFans is becoming a, a very lucrative, I mean, like literally in the quarantine thing, this has been the premier way for some, even actual porn stars to make like their living So you know something to consider there. Uh, You know I I like I like the entire EP. I like it from top to bottom. I think it's one of the best hip hop projects to come out, even though it's only really four songs and a skit, and multiple skits throughout those four songs as well. Um, It's topical again. It's scattered, as we all are. Uh, There's not like an underlying theme other than the production. Uh, but it fits, it, it works, and it's an easy enough listen. It's not like Drogis Wave, where he's asking you to go several different directions uh, over an hour and twenty minutes. You know, this is just twenty-two minutes, and you know, it's, it's not that much a commitment. So, moving on. Heavy Hearted Doldrums by Antoine. Now listen, there's a lot of a lot, a lot of lanes in hip hop over the past decade or so. Um, and one that was very prominent was sad rap. And I'm not specifically talking about emo rap. Um, because emo rap, obviously that's very prevalent. It's still kind of even a lot of this day. Uh your your peeps. Your Juice Worlds, uh, X to some degree, um, Blade, uh, whoever you know you want to say, going from there. That very prominent SoundCloud genre. However, there was this lane before that lane, where, where you have stupid fucking alarm. You have you have these individuals, Young Lean, a uh, little ugly main, um, and a couple other participants that just made very morose music, very morose sounding music pretty much as dark music they could possibly make while keeping it hip hop and staying with some of the tenets of hip hop. Um most of the time. <laughs> and one person who is associate of Will Maine and even was in a you know group with him for a while, Antoine. And I personally am just getting a little ugly main in the past couple of months. Um, Miss A Isolation. Um well actually I have past half a year. Mr. Thug Isolation uh, some songs he threw on the streaming services. Uh, I listened to about half a three-sided tape, and I listened to um, Oblivion Astros, I believe it's called. Uh, and, you know, these these are all things I have back in in the back of my mind when I listen to this tape, um, because these are very similar individuals, at least from a musical perspective. Now, <laughs> Antoine, some things he didn't keep, just music. He let some things leak into the real life, and that's kind of what messed him up. <laughs> but when you look at what this man was going through, um, doldrums being periods of inactivity or boredom, um, he doesn't hold back. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of a minutes to just being a loser. Even one of the songs being called a loser. Uh, he doesn't let anything fly. And I think it kind of makes this an endearing project. It's not amazing. It's not, a classic I would say but if you liked what helped birth emo rap I Mean, I think it's a good listen. Uh, I think his hook game is great. I mean you you can go just by any song here I'm I'm looking at brain song Great don't care one of the best hooks I've heard and just listening to music great great hook Uh break your back good one stop is literally just like a hook and like a verse i mean it, he he makes them very interesting you know to be such a monotonous voice having person he he does a lot with that you know he he makes it work quite a bit so you gotta give him that um i don't really know what else much to say about this oh yeah klee Clef, uh a clay f i don't know kali um song with with heems uh the goat names and this other guy, Lacoudas. I don't think I've recognized that name. Uh, fantastic, like like lyrical trap, uh, lyrical trap. Jesus, uh, lyrical rap song. But the mix thing is like one of the worst songs I've ever heard. It's one of the like I don't, I'm not a, a, a audiophile or an engineer or anything like that. But you can just tell when a song has like just terrible mix. Like when the beat and it's I think it's kind of intentional uh where the sample drowns out their voice i think it was kind of intentional but it's awful i mean it just doesn't work and uh yeah i think it's again i think it's just a good project i don't think it's amazing but it's short it's good it uh has some highs that keep you going throughout some of the less relevant tracks like cold tears um, i was like on oh. loser it was a decent hook but the rest of the songs in, you know um and then, like the past, the last three tracks kind of just like skip on through. Like "Stop" is really short. "Break Your Back" is another one that's just like hook and verse. This definitely feels like a, a compilation at times of just songs that he had recorded, and other times an like, actual fleshed out project. But if you want to see the talent that one third of Secret Circle had, and the other two thirds are obviously very talented individuals, Wiki and Little Ugly Man uh this is definitely one of the part you should get into an antoine's discography i plan to listen to the other ones to just kind of get a better fuller picture of him and uh hope you enjoyed this episode uh please stay for more in the future hopefully more in the future come hopefully i'm not too lazy uh a lot of the music had to break down pretty soon with uh all they dropped out friday so hopefully that gets done and uh Ghost Stream (laughs) folklore.